Hi, welcome back to Relationship Renovation Podcast. I'm Tara Kerwin. And I am EJ Kerwin. And today's topic, my amazing husband came up with the title. Yeah. I just saw it. It's pretty cute. Um, So you guys remember that song, Drop It Like It's Hot? Drop It Like It's Hot. I'm a terrible singer. She's so, a beautiful singer. <laughs> no, I'm not. So this one is called Don't Drop It Like It's Hot. Don't Drop It Like It's Hot. And it's really about dynamics in our relationship, right? Oftentimes we have agitating, hurtful, disruptive moments. And when we don't talk about them, they tend to fester and they eventually come out in very unproductive ways. And so today we're going to talk about this dynamic. But before we do that, I thought, EJ, you don't know I'm doing this, but- I have an idea what you're doing. What You can't assume. Okay, I will, Assuming I will is not, bad. I, you guys, listen, assuming is bad, we'll get into that I today. will not make an ass out of you or me. You can test out your assumption. Want me to guess? Yeah. I think you're going to talk about the uh, the kind of interaction we had last weekend where something was bugging you and you didn't tell me and then it didn't go really well when we actually talked about it. Nope. Oh. You are totally wrong. See, guys, that's why we do not make assumptions. Or if we are making assumptions, we say, hey, is this true? Sometimes it is. Most often it's not. No, I wanted to because really what our podcast is about is helping couples connect, learn tools of staying connected. And really one of the biggest things is daily check-ins. Oh, And we, we did not get to do our check-in today. Oh, we did not do our check-in. No. And so I thought it'd be a great idea to kind of give an example of a check-in. Again, it takes like two minutes and we try to do it every morning and every night. And it just helps us kind of stay like knowing, you know, we're in each other's orbits. Yep. It so, keeps us connected. Is it okay if I start? Yeah. I'd love to hear how you do Okay. Today, I'm feeling grateful, loving, motivated, wow. a little anxious because we have our first webinar tomorrow. Um, and just like, I'm in a really good place. I woke up this morning, I went to the gym and had a great workout. Yeah. And I'm just feeling really content. And my goal for today is to finish all of our cue cards for tomorrow's <laughs> webinar and to try to enjoy some awesome interactions with our kids. Mia Ray and I are doing a face mask tonight. Ooh, that sounds like fun. And a positive relationship statement is we are kind, loving, and adventurous. I'm going oh, to three-part wow. series, babe. Gosh, that's <laughs> a lot to live up to. All right, my check-in. Let's see. Today, oh, let's see. Today, I don't know. I'm feeling kind of like really hopeful. I was feeling kind of early earlier in this week, a little overwhelmed, but I'm, I'm feeling like super hopeful. You know, it's it's Friday, so I'm feeling like just, you know, excited about the weekend. I'm excited about our, our webinar as well, but I've also been feeling like really connected to you lately, you know? Mm -hmm. Maybe Thanks. it was, yeah, maybe it was because you- these check-ins, baby. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> And let's see, my goal for today is, it's always like two prong, right? Because there's definitely business takes up a lot of our, mm -hmm. a lot of our minds. So it's to be really present for the clients I see today. And it's to use my time. I have a little break in between to be very effective using that time in between. And then, um, and then to be fun and playful, like mm -hmm. in our interactions. And I know we got some work kind of we got to do tonight, but it's like sort of fun work maybe. And so I'm going to try to be fun and playful and not, not heavy. Yeah. And my, my positive relationship statement is we always bounce back. Mm. 
Yes, we do. We always bounce back. Even if we have a rough go, we're, we're pretty darn good at bouncing back. So there it is, you guys. Example of emotional check-in. It took about two minutes. Yeah. And, you know, and then, then at the end of the night, like, hey, how are you doing again? Because our moods change constantly. Yeah. Okay, so let's get back into our topic again. When we find ourselves having disruptions in our dynamics, how in the heck do we talk about it and address it? And so do you want to kind of start this? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think the idea really, it did kind of germinate out of uh, an interaction we had last weekend where um, something had been bugging Tara for a while. Uh, she hadn't told me it was it was something that definitely a dynamic. I'll, I'll just put it out there. It's yeah, it's about fine. me on my cell phone and and how I get kind of lost in it sometimes and I'm not present. Um, and she hadn't told me, and so by the time she did tell me, she was charged. It made it harder for me to hear because I heard the emotion and the energy behind it more than the content and the vulnerable portion of it. And so, so what we wanted to do this week is talk about like, you know, what happens when there's dynamics between you and your partner, mm-hmm. there's things you're noticing, there's things on your mind. And if you don't talk about them, you know, what sort of happens and, and how do we deal with that dynamic? Yeah. And it's so interesting because this week with all of the couples that I've had and probably we've had together, there's this like similar dynamic, right? Where things like happen, but they hadn't talked about it and they maybe saved it for counseling. And and that's where the resentments just keep building and building and building. And so I was like, this is really important. Yeah, I think one one key concept, you know, in general is just this idea that we are, um, our happiness is very connected to our partner. You know, and that's, yeah. and that's, you know, that's good and bad, right? I mean, we have to be careful about codependency and being completely dependent upon our partner for our wellness. But at the end of the day, you know, our partner's actions, their thoughts, their feelings, you know, what they're doing has a pretty profound effect on our happiness. And we have to be able to talk about it, right? We have yes. to be able to put it out there. It's, you know, otherwise it, it creates some problems. Right. And, and just kind of going back to that, thing that happened last weekend. I know that you've been so busy that you work so hard. And so I, it was like these little mild, like, oh, he's on his phone again. And we're all like watching a movie together, but he's on his phone. And when he's brushing his teeth, he's looking at his phone. And when he's making our <laughs> snack, he's looking at his phone. Oh, I'm man. like, it's okay. It's his way of zoning out. So it started as a very mild, like little tingle. And then probably you know, every time I see him brush his teeth and he's on his phone, I'm like, are I start getting like, are you kidding me? Like, you can't even just not have your phone. And this is internal. I'm not letting him know. And then again, like EJ said, the energy behind it became a little frantic, frustrating. And that's when I was like, bah, bah, bah. Yeah, yeah. so I, I was trying to caretake. I was trying to justify. I was trying to be like, oh, but then I recognize like, nope, I've got to let him know when it's mild. Cause if I don't, that's what happens. It built over two weeks. I started resenting the phone. I started resenting toothbrush time. <laughs> this is crazy. You can't resent toothbrush time. Yeah, I mean, it happens a few times a day, you know. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, I, mean, I just got you off topic. No, I mean, it's, you know, I just think it's a natural thing and we just got to be like straightforward about it with our partners is that it is easy for things to agitate us, yes. you know, whether they're big things or little things. I mean, we each have our little, can I give you a thing that like, that I'm always giving you grief about, but it's like, it's just like a tiny agitator. Go ahead. 
Tara is a gum chomper. Man, <laughs> we, we were we were working the other day and she was in the other room. The music was on. She was in a separate room and I could hear her chomping her gum. <laughs> and I was like, and it's like, it's little. And I, you know, for the most part, I just kind of laugh it off. But sometimes I'm like... <laughs> All right, for the okay. love of God, could you please stop chomping that gum? Please. I'll, I'll work on <laughs> and, it. And it will definitely. But, you know, that's a little thing, right? My phone is not a little thing. You know, that's a bigger thing because that's about being present. Exactly. You know, so so these things we choose to or not to talk about our partner about can range all over the place. Right. Family matters, lifestyle, annoying habits like chomping gum, <laughs> use of time like yeah. phone. Honestly, parenting yeah. stuff. I mean, that was and, and possibilities and some, are endless. Yeah, I mean, they kind of like sometimes intermingle too, because like for Tara, which she wanted to talk to me about last weekend, it wasn't just about me, like you know, being on my phone and being sort of spaced out or whatever. But it was also like, look, when we have family time, you're not, you know, you're not totally present. And so, you know, it started off with this little annoyance maybe around me brushing my teeth, and then it came to because she didn't bring my attention to it it began to be like, oh, he's not even present for the kids. Can can I share something that happened last night? Sure. This is, I, I don't know if anybody can relate. I think you can. So I'm watching This Is Us and I just love Jack. I live in Jack's shadow. <laughs> and um, you've said that before. Uh -huh. And so they had this moment where they were like, it was the parents and all the kids. So there are three kids and mom and dad, and they were all doing paint. They had paint on their hands and they're laughing and they're putting it all over each other. And internally I'm like, oh gosh, we don't do that. Like, when is the last time we had fun like that with our family where it was playful and light and we were just like being silly? And and I remember feeling really sad. And so after This Is Us is over, do you remember, honey? I do. What did I say? You said, do we do stuff like that? Like, like do we have fun with our kids? And EJ reminded me, because and if I wouldn't have just said it in that moment, I think I would have been like, oh, like he has a hard time being present with our family. And it's, you know, I, I don't even know. I could have gone into a downward spiral, but I remember I felt it and I was like, I just, and then I remember, I'm like, we have so much fun with our kids. It might not be like paint all over because I'm a clean freak, <laughs> but we, you know, we play cards and stuff. So I was really proud of myself for not letting that thought get a little further in a downward yeah. spiral. Kerwin dodgeball. Kerwin dodgeball. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. So the, the overall topic is like, there's these things that happen that we notice, we get annoyed with, we're frustrated. We want to impact some change in our partner or in our relationship and we don't say anything, right? So Tara, what are the reasons that one might not bring it up to their partner? So for me, one of the biggest things, and with a lot of the couples that we see is there's this assumption that our partner should just know that it's common sense. Like I shouldn't have to let my partner know that this bugs me. Yeah. Guess what? Yeah. You do. But with that comes, some people have a really hard time being assertive or even knowing how to express it in a healthy way, right? Or they want to avoid conflict. Conflict avoidance is a big one. Oh, if I say something like he's just going to be mad or she's going to be mad, I'd rather not, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Conflict avoidance is, a, is an interesting one too, because there's a lot of different reasons couples might begin to avoid conflict together. I mean, that can be that just there's straight up somebody in the relationship who's just, you know, came from a family that was a lot of conflict or, or a family that never had conflict yeah. and they've just sort of learned it. But you can also get into a pattern of conflict avoidance 
because of your inability to resolve conflict in a healthy way. I mean, that's a, that's a sort of a bigger topic, oh, yeah. but man, if, if you've had these experiences over and over that if you do bring something up, it goes sideways, your partner gets defensive, it ends up, you know, you don't come to a solution, you just feel worse. Yeah. That's a good reason to n- not bring stuff up, you know? Absolutely. I think too, um, this just came to me, like when one partner doesn't have a voice, whether it's out of guilt, whether it's out of just never knowing how to have a voice because of their past attachment. But I know um, one of the couples I worked with this week, it's like, oh, well, he works and he makes all the money and I stay at home. So I feel like I can't really ask him for more. And I was like, you know what? You have to, because if you don't, you will build up these resentments. It already happened right? You're not asking him for much. You're asking him to unload the dishwasher in the morning because you're not feeling good, right? And so it's just like out of guilt, I guess. Some people don't do it out of guilt or they don't feel like they have a voice to to do it because for many reasons. Now, one of my favorite quotes early on in my life, I I, uh, read the Tao Te Ching and it says, if you have a problem, deal with it as quickly as possible Mm -hmm. because it never gets better on its own. I'm, you know, obviously paraphrasing here, but it, and, and that is completely applicable to what we're talking about today. If there's something, you know, in this case, what Tara is talking about with a client where like somebody wants support, isn't receiving the support they get, they, they don't deal with it. It doesn't, it's, it just doesn't resolve on its own, especially around something like that, where one partner probably doesn't know thinks like well she you know she's she's got this it's all good exactly you know so don't procrastinate because what happens if you do so here's the the next step that we kind of always follow here like if you don't bring that thing up to your partner what happens to you so agitation feeling like your needs aren't being met feeling like your partner doesn't get you feeling deprioritized um i could go on all day but i'm gonna keep (laughs) and and what happens is like other things start to come into that you know like that beginning piece of it if that makes sense like it starts to generalize like maybe it's that oh i can't ask him to load the dishwasher but i really want him to but then like you know that resentment starts to build and then it generalizes to like oh my gosh and now he didn't call me when he was running late from work and it just all starts to pile up yeah so it piles up in one person right and and then for the other person when it finally ekes its way out when it when it finally like comes out sideways you know because sometimes it just like you know you can only hold things like this for so long and then they either burst out or when you intentionally put it out, it comes out with a lot more energy than than the right. than, than the moment. You know, yes. really is. You know, this is this is an important concept. Sometimes you'll say the thing that's bugging you, and it's the one time you just saw it, but it's happened fifty times. You talk as if it's you're talking about the fifty par- times. Yeah, your partner thinks of it as only the that one time. time. That's a good point. And then you. As the person who's communicating it, your message kind of gets lost. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That is such a good point. I guess I never thought of it like that. I have a hard time with that. I, have a, I do that because I'm defensive anyway. That's my big thing I work on. And when Tara comes at me with something that that there's more fuel behind it than, it's, than it seems yeah. is appropriate, then I have such a hard time snapping myself out of my own defensiveness. Mm -hmm. And we also just like a lot of, I mean, this happens 
probably in most relationships, but just these sideways behaviors or comments, like very passive aggressive ways of being. And it's the tone and it's the look, right? It's not even just about the words. It's just like all of it because it's coming out sideways and we don't want it to come out sideways because like you said, it will get lost. Yeah. All right, so we're in the in the solution phase, Yay, right? Solutions. Yeah, we're like, That's... okay, how do we deal with this dynamic that I, I think this is again one of those topics that like every single couple has to deal with at some point, mm-hmm. right? Um, and for me, you know, and this is kind of a go-to in most of the things we talk about here, it's that we make an agreement with our partner that we're gonna talk about stuff like this, that we don't wait till we have to deal with a piece of content with me on the phone, you know, tear chomping gum, Mm, way we discipline children, whatever. We talk in a more general sense of like, okay, honey, if there's something you're struggling with, if there's something I'm struggling with, like I think we have to like sort of set the, make the agreement in our relationship mm-hmm. that we talk about those things preventatively. Right. And it doesn't matter if you just started dating or you've been married for 20 years, make the agreement today that you'll both be receptive and okay with it. Because here's the big thing that happens until it gets really big, people don't address it. Crisis. That's when couples come in. Have they had these skills earlier? probably this wouldn't have happened, right? It's just, like I was saying, all those other things get piled up, piled up, and then bam. So it doesn't matter where you are at in your relationship, make the agreement today that this is gonna be something new that you guys start. And it's not about judgment and it's not about being critical. It's about two people being together who are different and you're trying to live in the same home be in the same family and respect each other's differences and say, hey, this is kind of what triggers me a little and that's okay. That's how we like lean in and and stay connected and also like, again, accept that we're different. And okay, so you make that agreement with your partner. You say like, hey, we're gonna like, we're gonna deal with these things. Okay, like how do we want to deal with them? And I think a, a really important concept that we work with couples on is doing it in a soft and kind way. Is like, if you have a truth to say, if you have a, you know, an observation, a feeling, a reaction to something, can I find a soft and kind way to, to start the conversation? Because again, if you come in hot, you know, what happens? A person's defenses go up. They automatically start defending themselves. Yes. And then and then you lose, you're starting from a difficult point. Yes. I know I keep giving examples, but it's just like- I love they your just examples. Keep, okay. You don't know about this one yet. Okay, here we go. I'll put on my seatbelt. <laughs> but this is interesting because it, it was minor, right? But we had our home cleaned yesterday, which is always heaven because we have four do- or four kids and four, four animals. animals. And it gets crazy. And then EJ, whenever we go home from work, we always do like this yogurt snack and EJ always makes it because it just tastes better when he makes it. And so our kitchen's clean, our refrigerator's cleaned and I'm getting our yogurt snacks out of the fridge and I see like freaking handprints of yogurt. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, honey. On the fridge, like just smeared. And it must I'm have like, been one of our kids. I have no idea who yeah, right. that. Yeah. And I'm thinking like, oh my, like, doesn't he know the fridge was just cleaned? And like, this is like very noticeable and obvious. <laughs> but then, but then, so here's where like, not all of the time, but then I was like, you know what? If I go in there, we just worked a 12 hour day. I'm like, I'm going to wipe it down 
And I'm just going to be okay with this because he just made my yogurt snack. Oh, right. So, so I didn't tell you because I felt like I can deal with this. But at first I was like, doesn't he know? And then I was like, you know what? This is crazy, right? That's my own, you know. So sorry, I had to share that. Yeah. But so it's not like every little thing. Some things are just okay. Otherwise, your partner might start to feel criticized. And I, I thought that. I was like, oh, EJ is going to be like, man, I just made us yogurt snack. And now she's telling me about my yogurt prints on the fridge. Yeah. I mean, I think and that that is a a great example of before you go into the conversation or when you're deciding, it, you know, if when you're going to address it is process your own feelings a little bit. Oh my gosh, honey. Bam. I didn't even know you were going there. That Segway. is so perfect. It just like totally happened. <laughs> we are just really honest yeah, today, Bill. I know. It must be the caffeine. Uh, so uh, yeah, I mean, so you take that moment of like, okay, you know, I'm sure yeah. I know Tara very well. Like she's sitting there and she sees that yogurt. <laughs> On the fridge, man. That's like, it's supposed to be clean. She takes a breath. I did actually. Yeah, she takes a breath. She sorts through it. How important is this? Mm -hmm. If I am really like outraged by this, okay, can I like get through the anger or whatever it is I'm feeling and then, and then, and then go into the conversation? Because if you don't, if you come in again hot, don't drop it like it's hot. Don't drop it like it's hot because it, it's it's. Then it'll the, turn cold. It'll turn cold <laughs> real, really quick. So so process through your own feelings, you know. Understand mm-hmm. before you go into that conversation. So can we just really recap before we talk about why this is so important, the benefits of it? Certainly. So you're making the agreement today that you address issues early before they fester. Amen. Okay, you try to use gentle startups, right? Instead of like, I can't believe that you freaking put your yogurt hands on the refrigerator. It's like, hey, EJ, I gotta let you know, like in that moment, because our house was clean today, I just started to feel a little anxious. And I'm just hoping that like, you can be a little bit more mindful. Um, Does that feel gentle, EJ? Let me just ask you. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah, I can hear that. So gentle startups, you want to talk about it again in a compassionate and kind way. I wasn't saying like, how dare you do that? Again, I know we're using the yogurt example, but it's just because it's, you know, fresh. Um, Instead of like, how could you do that? It's like, hey, it kind of makes me anxious because, you know, when our house cleaners come, the house only stays clean for a day, 12 hours. So it's like my little like gap where I'm like, ah, it's like my spa day. (laughs) Um, And so that is compassionate. I'm letting him know and he knows that I'm feeling anxious and then he can feel compassionate. And then you reflect inwards first before you say anything so it doesn't come out sideways. And then you say, is this even a thing or can I be okay just individually, internally processing it? Okay. Yeah. Those are good solutions. I like that. We're all about systems here. We're all about like like looking at these these issues within relationship and creating a system. And Tara just gave a great one of like a step yeah. by step, like hey, from the agreement all the way through the processing your own feelings, and then and then going into that conversation in a kind and and loving way. And so so okay, so if you do these things, if you make that agreement, if you guys start having these conversations on a more regular basis in a kind and loving, open hearted way, you know what what are the benefits? You know, what, why is it worth this little bit of extra work in your relationship? I think, I mean, I just think it, it builds confidence that it's okay to have different needs that when you do 
have frustration or sadness or anxiety that your partner wants to be there for you, which is emotional safety, which is the number for me. I can't say for you, for me, emotional safety in a relationship, the freedom to give and receive love freely is the most important thing. And to me, that builds emotional safety when you can talk about little things or even big things in a way that feels hearable and that it's being received. I think that that building confidence is huge because if you can deal, if you on a ongoing basis are dealing with the little things in an effective way that feels good, then when you got to deal with something that's big, that's that's a real hot button issue or it's a difficult thing to right. talk to your partner about, then you have the confidence that we can actually deal with this. But if you're not dealing with anything and then you come in with something that's like, you know, that's a Titanic issue, it's like, oh God, let's just, there's just no way we're going to get through this. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And again, it just, it's creating the environment and we're big on this is how we can be our best selves together right? Where we don't have to feel restricted, constrained, trapped, or stuck. Yeah. So that's really important. Great. Great. Yeah. This was a good one today. This was fun. I had a blast today. Again, we always want to hear from you guys, comments, um, anything that you guys would like to hear more about, we can definitely do a podcast on that. I believe next week or in a couple of weeks, we're going to be having a guest speaker. Yeah. One of our clinicians. Which is really exciting. Yeah. yeah, So we're getting excited about all these new podcasts coming out and we're trying to like change it up a bit. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we always want you guys to reach out, interact with us on social media or, or directly to us. You can hop on our Facebook. Facebook uh, handle is at he said she said counseling on Instagram we're at he said she said couples our website he said she said counseling.com and you can always hit us with an email at info at he said she said counseling.com oh dot com remember don't drop it like it's hot don't, don't drop, drop it like <laughs> sorry it's Friday <laughs> well it was awesome we had a great time speaking with y'all again this week absolutely have a Great day, great evening. Connect with your partner and uh, thank you for listening. Bye bye. Bye. Me and you just singing on the train. Me and you listening to the rain. Me and you, we are the same. Me and you have all the fame we need. Indeed, you and me are we. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. 
Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.